This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. New message. Hey, girlfriend, it's Carol from Jury Duty. We never actually spoke, but I saw you ordered the same hoagie as me at lunch. What are the chances? Anywho, I heard you just got a boat. We should totally grab some hoagies and take it out for a spin. When you get a boat, you also get new friends. Make sure Progressive's one of them and get coverage today for as little as $100 a year. Do I want to feel the wind in my hair? Guilty as charged. <laughs> oh, seriously, let's ride on your boat. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Annual premium for basic liability policy not available in all states. On August 25th, I'm the most brutal, vicious, ruthless champion that's ever been. The most anticipated original series is here. You may know Tyson. You're the heavyweight champion of the world, young, rich, and black. But do you know Mike? The minute you get too big, they gotta cut you down. Starring Trevante Rhodes. Um, I am Mike. And Harvey Keitel. They'll love you as much as they fear you. Now I'm really gonna have some fun. Mike, series premiere August 25th, only on Hulu. If you have bills and debt piling up, a personal loan through NetCredit can provide funding up to $10,000 to help you get back on track if eligible. Visit netcredit.com today. All NetCredit loans and lines of credit are offered by a member of the NetCredit family of companies or one of our lending partners. Visit netcredit.com slash partners for more information. If you're a football fan, this is the place to be today. Millwall. Come on, you're in with us. Good evening, welcome to uh, that Mill podcast live um, interaction, I suppose. Uh, this show is only viable uh, with all of you lot what are listening. It seems a few of you uh, there already. Uh, Big E, hello mate, Toby, SS, uh, Alex, Johnny, etc., etc. I'm just waiting for a couple of my um, co-hosts to be joining shortly and then uh, and we will be getting on. We're, uh, we're looking to... Touch briefly on some of the pre-season games, um, but ideally, I thought it'd be good to have a general discussion around um, our signings, um, where we are so far, and obviously, um, interested to find out what everyone's views are regarding our starting eleven for the uh, 
first game of the season. So, um, again, if you want to get involved, I think it's probably going to be you uh, touch your request button and uh, and we'll get you in. And uh, it's easy to go from there, mate. So, yeah, we'll see. Uh, Joe, you there, mate? Joe. Hi, Mickey. How you doing? Hi, mate. Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad, fella. Not too bad. So, I thought... Hello, good, Kai. Good, good. You all right, mate? Hello, boys. You all right? Yeah, no worries. So, my two home coach co-hosts have joined now. They'll be able to get you in. If you want to join, I think it's quite easy. You just tap the button and you request um, to join. So, yeah, Joe, do you want to, do you want to say something? Do you want to talk about how many Yeah, so, uh, Kai, you're there, are you, Kai? Yeah, I'm here, mate. Yeah, I'm here. Good stuff. How are you doing? So, oh. Kai, I saw you very briefly. Um, you were sitting in your press box against Hammerby uh, the other night. What was your thoughts on the uh, the game? Obviously, having prime, uh, prime view, prime, prime location there, weren't you? Yeah, no, it was a um, it was a good run out, I think, for the boys. First sort of fifteen mm. minutes, I thought we were sharp. We came out the block quite quickly, didn't we? We had a you know half chance early on. The game sort of then sort of went a little bit a little bit slow, didn't it? I think for the next sort of fifteen minutes after that, haven't be tried mm. to gain a bit of possession in the midfield, but both teams struggled really. But then the last fifteen minutes of the half, Hamby were quite clearly on top. Uh, Bart pulled off a great save, um, and then you know second half, I thought it was pretty much all us. Apart from Bart's super save um, about midway through the second half, but I thought Mason Bennett once again was superb, and if he can stay fit, I think he's going to be a really, really good player for us this season. Absolutely. And what, what's your thoughts on on Hammerby as, as a team? Were they a good side in, in your opinion, or do you feel perhaps that perhaps they're just more to do with fitness because they're they're in their mid season at the moment? They from from what I understand. Yeah, no, definitely. I think I think they probably were. You know, obviously you can see the sharpness in them, but I thought they were probably better than I thought they'd be. Um, I did think that probably at first, when I first turned up to the game, I thought it was going to be quite a comfortable win, to be fair. Yeah, um, me too. But it wasn't. They, I think they offered quite a lot of... Like, they offered a lot. I thought it was a really good test. And, you know, but that's the thing in the preseason games. You, we've had our games against Dartford. We had a game against Colchester. And, you know, as much as the 2-0, 1-0 didn't, you know, look dominate, dominating, but... We but we we dominated the ball in both games, didn't we? And we didn't really have anything to fear apart from in Colchester when jo, uh, George Long pulled off a great save. It's pretty plain sailing, wasn't it? Um, yeah. Against Hamby, it's good to, te- to have them sort of uh, opposition. They just give you a little bit more of a test. They get you they get you ready for the championship season, and it's important to play them sort of teams. I know we played Palace earlier in pre-season, mm. obviously with Bromley as well. But apart from Palace, we haven't really had any opposition that have been, um, you know proper you know they've been difficult so You're um, right. yeah Hammerby was a, was a good one to, to have and I felt like we probably showed our boys a little bit we, they maybe need to get a little bit sharper and hopefully we'll be able to take that into tomorrow's game yeah I think you made a good point there I mean apart from the Palace game yeah the, the games against um, obviously behind behind the uh, Doors Bromley game the uh, the Colchester the, the Dartford game we haven't really been sort of tested have we and it was quite good playing against a side who were quite comfortable on the ball I think they moved the ball around quite quite well um their movement was very good and i think it kind of not say ask ask questions of us but i think certainly off the ball um we were looking to kind of like you know work quite hard weren't we to try and get back in position i can hear rout screaming and trying to hold players back in position again when we lost possession um and that was interesting seeing the dynamics between like um honeymoon and and uh and fleming and um yeah, who else was in, it? Was in the middle with um, Honeyman at the time. I can't remember who was playing alongside him now, but Evans, wasn't Evans, it? Evans, that's right, yeah. exactly. So it's just interesting to sort of see how they're all joined together. And you know, straight away, I, I kind of picked up on lots of 
I'm not saying mistakes, but they just weren't quite clicking in the midfield. I think there was times when I think Honeyman was kind of going forward, Fleming was going forward, then you kind of left with Evans there on his own and we're getting a little bit outnumbered when, when they were breaking. But again, it's all about learning, isn't it? It's about building fitness, learning to play as a team. I think Fleming mentioned it in the... Uh, the, uh, the the recast afterwards about you know he's not sort of too concerned or too worried about the performance or about kind of learning and, and building um, for the next sort of few games so hopefully they can take lots lots of positives from that game um, we've also got Ipswich tomorrow as another our last preseason friendly before the big game kicks off in Stoke next week so it'd be interesting how we get on no you have led in there well Joe quite quite well sorry quite you have led in there quite well because obviously um, our main show we're going to the match details fairly in more detail and obviously I don't don't want to stream into there before we go into that obviously on the on the main show but what I do want to get into is um, there are a couple of you now waiting to get in and, and, and get to speak and we'll come to you in a sec is I want to talk about the signings we've made so far this year I mean it's the first first time in a while where we've had some real positive I mean if you take it back to the beginning of the season or the beginning of this pre-season we had um, all the players out and then we had about four days of Everyone cutting off the club, what the fuck we're doing, all of that. It literally, four days changed everything. And all of a sudden, we were on, you know, cloud nine with signings where we're starting to make. Um, so, you know, I suppose the views out there, if anyone wants to come in, um, just put your put your request on and we'll get you on board to speak. I mean, Alan, you've, you've just come in there. I mean, what's your views on the signings so far this season? What's then, happening, lads? You all right? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Not too yeah, bad. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty pleased to be honest with you. Um, I just feel we're still a little bit light up top, though. You know what I mean? Um, I tweeted after the game on when was it? Wednesday, wasn't it? On yeah, Wednesday, yeah, Wednesday. Um, that a confident and fit Bennett is a problem for any team in this league. But the problem is, is actually trying to keep him fit in it. You know what I mean? He's so different yeah, to, to a phobie and and Bradders that he's someone that can carry the ball. He's a ball carrier. That's one thing I think that lets them two down a little bit. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, so yeah. I oh, do feel, and I feel we're lacking a little bit of pace and all. Well, I mean, the new boy from um, Shackleton from yeah, Leeds, look he quick. looks like that. If if you know, that if you notice the way that we're trying to play with a little bit this year is that we are trying to get our midfielders making like them little like um overloads in wide areas as well, you know what I mean? And trying to yeah. break in that third man run, breaking away, you know. So um yeah, no. I definitely feel that he's gonna be a good little player for us. No, absolutely, absolutely. Um yeah no cheers for that Alan and one sec. Paul, you've requested mate, um you got some views on the players we signed so far? You need to take your mute button off mate, bottom corner. Bottom left hand corner on your phone. If you're not on a phone, you won't be able to talk to us. I mean, personally, I like, um, I'm waiting for Paul to still come in. But yeah, um, Joe, do you want to take on a bit? Yeah, just just going back to, uh, to Alan's point there um, on the the way all the style of, of, of football at the moment. I mean, what's really impressed me is having players like Honeyman in midfield, you know, having Fleming sort of drop in that number 10 role and then Shackleton, these are these are boys, these are players who I think are quite comfortable on the ball and like holding the ball. Um, no disrespect to to Mitchell, Savile and, and Keith last season and, and Evans to, uh, to a degree, but those guys, I don't know about you, but they, they never sort of seem that 
comfortable wanting to hold the ball. It's almost like they kind of get the ball and they want to give the ball away straight away. Whereas I noticed like sort of Shackleton and, and Honeyman, they, they've got a very good touch, great first touch, good movement. Um, their positioning sense is great. The way, they, the way they find space for each other is very good. So that could also be a sign as to how we'll, we'll, we'll play this season. Yeah, are we going to play on the front foot a bit more? Are we going to start to take a bit more possession, probably more so than we did last season? I mean, what's your thoughts on that, Alan? Yeah, no, I agree, mate. I agree. I mean, I think um, if you look at our current players to what we've brought in now, is they're different. You know what I mean? As you say, Honeyman, mm-hmm. Shackleton, they're not only ball players, but they're very mobile. They get around the pitch. Um, exactly could probably cause a bit more trouble further up the pitch and all. You know what I mean? Whereas yeah. if you look at, say, Mitchell, very calm on the ball. We've talked about this before. Mm. He's very calm yeah. on the ball. So calm on the ball. He needs to get better at his at his killer forward passes. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but this, is, this year, we've kind of upped it a level. Whereas if you looked at previous seasons... Mm. All the players have all really been the same and done the same. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, whereas this year, I think we've kind of like, we have stepped it up. And we've, mm. Which no was you at the game against, um, Alan, was you at the game against um, Hammerby or did you watch it no, on, no, on the stream? No, I, I watched it on the stream. Yeah, I was working late, mate. So what, I was stuck your... all that traffic. That's right. What, what was your thoughts on uh, on George Evans? I mean, there's, you know, lots of talk about him having a, a pretty good pre-season. Little, yeah, I don't jump on the bandwagon like most people and dig him out and that all the time, you know what I mean? Because mm. you can tell with George Evans, he wants to play, especially last year, he wants to play, but we never really had no forward movement. Whereas I think this year, mm. I think we will. Now, don't get me wrong, I don't think he's going to be a regular, but he ain't play, performed badly in pre-season, has he, the geezer? You know what I mean? I thought he no. played okay against Hammerby. Not superb, but okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and and against Palace, I think he started the move that got us uh, the first yeah. goal and all, didn't he? You know what I mean? With the switch ball. So, he um, did. But for me, I think if if you're going with it, I think you would play probably in a while. I don't think it'll start out. It's probably going to be Honeyman, Shackleman, Shackleton and Fleming as the three, you know what I mean? I did you say that? I, I did think that as well, to be fair. I think yeah. when you look at those three players, and technically they're very, very good. They're, they're ball players. Um, they're a level, you know, above, you know, the likes of Mitchell, you know, I'm sorry to say, but, you know, players like that, I think these guys have got a little bit, they're, they're, little bit more to give us, haven't they? They're in their development, mate. Yeah. They, you know what I mean? And they play at so, a high level, aren't they, as well, to yeah, be fair, exactly. you know, so... I think they could do the thing with them is yes, they might be they're quite small. Um, mm. I don't think they're lightweight. Honeyman definitely puts himself about, and by the look yeah. of it, Shackleton likes to put himself about a bit, and they're mobile mm. enough to get around the pitch and all. You know what I mean? So very, very fit I players. Feel, yeah, of course. I wouldn't feel like we would get um, over overrun in the midfield with them no. too. Plus Fleming, obviously. You know what I mean? As a as yeah. a attacking midfielder. Um, I'd be mm. happy with that. And I prefer us to play with like the three, you know what I mean? As a, a two and a yeah. ten, you know? Of course. Did you, what was your thoughts on, on, on Cresswell, Charlie Cresswell? I mean, I've been, I went to, um, I've, I've been to Dartford. So, uh, you kind yeah. of see him a little bit there. You're not taking the opposition as in what their level no. is, but if I look at him and I'm, I'll see him in the warm up. they're finishing the warm-ups, he's going, come on lads, he's a proper leader, that boy, and he's yeah. like, what, he's 19 years old. Like, yeah. He's got some confidence about him, you know what I mean? So, I, could, well, I, I don't feel know if he could be a good player for us. I'm not sure if you heard it much on the stream, but certainly when I was at the game at Hammerby, you can you can hear him like shouting yeah, and yeah, screaming. You, I watched and, him, and what, 
Yeah, and what was incredible is, is he's, he's probably one of the youngest players on the pitch, but yet yep. he's barking orders to Ryan Leonard where he should be and telling McNamara yeah. when, to, when to go forward, when to come back, you know. And it's, it's amazing, really, you think about how young he is. But then again, the level that he's played at, already he's played a few games in the Premiership, he's playing with, like, you know, world-class players, he's training with world-class players, getting world-class coaching. So it's only going to be great if it rubs off on the rest of the um, the, the players. You, you, but you know for, for, for this guarantee that, yeah, it'll be a loan loan sign this season. There's no chance of signing him like we like oh, never in a million, mate, No, no, never no. in a million years. They, they, exactly. they definitely think highly of him there. But it's confidence, mate, isn't it? You know what I mean? He's, he's a confident mm-hmm. boy. And uh, yeah. as I say, I think um, he's gonna he's gonna be a good player for us. I reckon this year. Yeah. It's just who do you leave out? You know what I mean? Uh, well, you're either leaving. That's, that's I don't think good he's gonna leave to have, out Hutchie. And he, and mm. I, he, I think Coops has played nearly every single game. Nearly quite. He, I reckon Coops has had most minutes out of most players. I think. Yeah. So who 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 be so, your who be your back your back five then if you were to pick uh, and, and leave someone because, else. Listen, for me, uh, like as much as you don't want to say it, because he was player of the year last year, but I feel that it'll probably be Murray Wallace that gets left out. I don't think he's leaving out Hutch. Really? That's a, I think mm. that's what he would do. I don't think mm. he's going to leave out Hutch because that's the captain. You know what I mean? Mm. He ain't going to do that. He ain't going to leave out Coops because he plays every game all the time. So that's mm. he's going to bring but, Creswell in. I think that's what he will do, isn't it? Yeah, so if he moves, if he's moves Murray Wallace out the back, the back three, would you not put him at left wing back instead no. of Malone, or would you still no, keep Malone? Never, no, because when you play a back mm. three, especially playing with a, if you're playing with the way that we play with, say the threes or five, whatever you want to call it, yeah, yeah. but then you play with three in the middle, as as in the two holding midfielders and a ten and two strikers, you need width from your your wing back, proper yeah. attacking width. And Murray Wallace just don't give us that, you know what I mean? Whereas obviously Malone does, you know. So I think yeah. if you play a back, if you play a back, um, back five, he, Malone has to play. Um, yeah. If we played a back four, I think Murray Wallace can do that job, no problem, innit? You know what I mean? Because yeah, no, you're you can right. Play with a, a four, an all round the left back, you know what I mean? With wingers, I just can't yeah. see if you look at our signings that we ain't really got no wide players at all at the club, have we, really? Other than, say, mm. Bennett can do the job there and Tyler Bury. That's about yeah, it. Yeah, no. Really. So, great. As, as always, Alan, great great comments and uh, great great thoughts, great ideas. Um, guys, does any, anyone else want to sort of jump in and, and say a few words about the pre-season so far, about the games you might have attended or your thoughts on the players that we've signed so far this season? Anyone else want to, want to speak? How's it going, guys? You all right? Is that Luke? Yeah, it is. How you doing? Hi, Luke. How you doing? You all right? Yeah, I'm good. Um, good, good. Going what, back what's on your pre- Go on. Um, going on pre-season about who's impressed me, obviously, Honeyman's up there. But I want to speak about Topolodge. He's come out of nowhere from the, from mm. the youth, and I think he's really impressed me. Because he's, he's, I've seen the youth play, and he's never struck me as a left wing back at all. But he's out no. of his own. Was you at the Dartford game, Luke? Um, no, I haven't. Okay, oh, I've, I've the reason been, why I asked I've, for because I thought I thought he played really. Well. I was there at the Dartford game, mm-hmm. and I think the second half in particular, I think he would look really comfortable on the ball, um, and not and not known as a, as an attacking sort of winger type player. Uh, I think he's more of a sort of left centre half thing around. It's still left back, whatever. But he looked really comfortable going forward and, and very very sort of controlled on, on the ball. And uh, you're right. I think he, he deserves a shout. The trouble is. Um, who you know, in what order do you put him in as left wing back? You've got Malone there, you've got Murray Wallace there, and of course you've got Toplarge as well. So, yeah, you know, 
because of his age, would you say that he, he sort of falls sort of third third in line maybe for that position? Well, well you'll always value experience over the youth, obviously. Mm. But you, you said earlier about Murray Wallace not being left wing back. I yeah. think he's a very similar player to Murray Wallace. You know, it, it doesn't yeah. seem like he's got loads going forward, but he's still capable yeah. in that position. Um, yeah. So yeah, a bit more balanced, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So he, he's got. Well, Malone can't defend for anything. We all know that. But yeah. he brings he, he brings it. He brings the play forward, which top lines can do a bit as well. Attack minded, isn't he, Malone, mm. compared to the others? So would you say I, as good as as, as Toplage is, and of course he's a very very promising young player. Uh, I think we all love to sort of see him get a chance to play this season, but because of the reduced minutes he's obviously going to get, as you say, because of the lack of experience at the moment, would you be too sad to sort of see him go on loan to to a, a League One side, maybe? Well, it's weird with players. Normally, you can tell oh they need a bit of loan, they need a bit of this, a bit of that. Top of lads definitely strike me as a loan player. You look at Alex Mitchell and Hayden Muller, and you think, yeah, a couple of years League One, League Two will do you all the good. Yeah. But top of large, I don't know. I think like maybe he's needed to be like, the third choice left wing back. Yeah, and and, also, and of course, you know, if, if last season everything go by, we've seen you know players get injured, haven't we? we've seen you know players lose lose form. So sometimes having that third option uh, is not a bad thing, is it? Maybe maybe mm. it'd be good to kind of keep him at least until I don't know, sort of end, end of this year, and maybe in, in in the next transfer window in January, if he's not getting much, enough enough minutes. Then put him out on loan for the last half of the season. I want to ask you, um, Luke, what's your, what's your thoughts on um, Tyler Bury and what you've seen of him pre-season? And, and do you expect a good season from this season? Do you think he can kind of, you know, jump up to, to another level from where, he, from where he left off last season? Tyler Bury, to me, is, I can't describe it other than he's an almost player. Like, he does so, so many things so well, but lacks little things as well. I mm. feel like he's got literally the world in front of him. It's a weird one. He went out to Hartlepool, um, is even I think it was last season he got yeah. injured and came back, and I knew many fans that follow League Two clubs, and they said he's the best player in League Two by a mile. Mm. So he, he definitely has the quality because he was playing at Wimbledon in League One, if I'm not. Incorrect. That's right, at FC Wimbledon. So, yeah, as a so he's definitely at least a League One player, and from what I've seen, the Championship player. He's just it's again, like I said, experience will always get over the young players. Well, I think I particularly like... with, with, with Rowie, uh, he's the sort of person where he doesn't like to throw the youngsters in. He kind of bleeds them in, doesn't he, quite slowly. And maybe he's, maybe he's given a chance for, for Bury now to kind of sink or swim. But I think even then, where where he kind of played Bury in pre-season, which is anything to go by for next season, I think he, he likes the idea of playing in, in that kind of number 10 role, which I don't know if you heard his interview um, and recast recently, uh, Bury, but I think he kind of mentioned or alludes to the fact that He's happy to kind of play wherever, but that's not really his natural position. He wants to be playing on the left-hand side. Sort of Bury's a wide man, foot. definitely. Bury's yeah. wide, definitely. So, so therefore, if if Rowett goes with the formation he wants to go with, which is the kind of the two up front and number 10 player behind, which we look, it looks like it's going to be Fleming at the moment or Honeyman, therefore, is Bury a third choice now for that position, would you say? Um, you mentioned earlier about um, Mason Bennett, because he can play... Striker and wide and yeah. under ten and that's true. I, I, if he's fit and confident, I do think he's up there with one of our best. It's yeah. just getting him fat all the time. It's yeah. you can't drop Badshaw because he's such a perfect goal scorer if he wants to be. You can't drop Benny Kafobi because we've. I'm assuming he's on high wages. I can only assume. Yeah, but Mason Benny. I, 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 I guess, guess he's up there. 
I guess, you know, again, we, we go on last season. He's kind of tried and tested a phobia. He had a good season. He scored goals. We had a top goal scorer. Um, Bradshaw's scored goals. They're connected really, really well together. So why shouldn't Rowett, you know, try those two together and, and trust them to kind of carry on the, the kind of scoring fortune that they had last season? Um, do you feel that we need to, obviously, we need to sign more players? So what areas do you think we need to sign um, extra players? Did you bring one or two more in? What areas do you need strengthening? See, it's a weird one this season because I think we have like so much versatility in the side. There's so many players that can play multiple positions. I feel like we do have cover because I know Fleming has said that he plays in the 10 but also can play in the front two. Uh, mm. that, that's an example. Obviously, Bennett plays anywhere in the front three. Yeah, but, yeah. And, and going back to um, Alan's point earlier, well, I don't know if you heard that at all. We're talking about you know, the midfield um, set up with the players we've got available at the moment. There's so many midfielders we've got now. You're looking at George Evans, you're looking at mm. Saville, Mitchell, obviously Shackleton, um, Honeyman. If you were to go for um, a, a two uh, in a kind of sitting central midfield position behind number 10, who would you go for for what you've seen so far? You see, I've had the same chat with someone else. So I'd, I'd say Honeyman and Mitchell are the perfect two. But if I was to okay. say that, there's not many set piece takers in the side because George Saville takes occasional. Scott Malone Honeyman seems to take a few from what I've seen of him. I know he took quite a lot with Hull when he was there last season. Um, I know, and but Honeyman strikes me as the type that wants to be in the box and wants to prove himself. And I don't know if that's completely true. I, I think he's, I mean, from what I've seen of him in pre-season, when he's played, he's, he's, he's trying to take all the corners, all the free kicks. He's, he hasn't really got a physical presence, has he? Um, in the box and you probably want you want Fleming in the box because uh, yeah he's mm. from what I've seen of him he's quite good in the air for a, a relatively kind of average size sort of person so um, that that might work I mean from, from my thoughts I mean I don't know whether that that would be the preferred um, two I mean I do really like Mitchell but then again when I look at the, the players we've got around him like of Fleming Honeyman and a few others technically is he a level below everyone else at the moment and therefore you know is he not kind of fitting into the new kind of style of formation or, or play that Rowett's trying to um, sort of play for next season? I, I do feel, going back on what I said, but Honeyman and Mitchell, there's not a lot of cover between them. They're both forward-thinking players. And I feel mm. like you do need a little bit of that defence. As much as I don't... I don't hate George Evans. You know, I think he's a decent player, for, a squad player for what we've got. At least he has that, you know, he can defend and he can maintain midfield like Houston Bell did. Yeah. It... You know, but with Honeyman and Mitchell, yeah, we might get score the case an extra goal, but we might ship for the extra two or three, just because there's there's no defence in midfield. Yeah. So what's what sort of um, areas we need strengthening then going forward? What would you suggest, Luke? I feel like generally we've got cover all around. You know, obviously no Mill fan will say we don't need more cover going forward because I know it was only a friendly, but against Hammerby, we just I don't know. We just we look like we're lacking that spark going forward and that, that joining in for midfield to attack. And I really mm. feel like going into the season, Fleming will supply that. Yeah, but one injury and that's it. We haven't got anything linking the two. No, like, you're right, exactly. And uh, yeah, as much as I don't want to mention this, this guy's name anymore because we kind of need to kind of move forward. But we haven't got at Jed the moment, Wallace, yeah, yeah. We, without, without Jed Wallace, there, do you feel we kind of still lack that kind of missing? Yeah, that, that kind of spark in our team at the moment. You know, is there life, you know, uh, go, going forward uh, you know, above, above Jed or, or do you still see that as, as a massive loss for us? So I was, I was really bored the other night and I was looking through all of our highlights and match replays from the first half, maybe two thirds of the season. 
and mm. you forget how much Jed can just make on his own and just come out of nowhere and do his own thing. Yeah. And I feel like, yes, we'll miss that. But also, somewhat, we've got our own freedom not playing Jed's style anymore. I do think yeah. we've, we're going to miss Jed. And there'll be a lot of uh, fans that will say, oh, we need to keep him this and that. It was out of our hands in the end. You know, we've, mm. we've brought in Fleming. He's not going to be a like-for-like replacement. But I feel it's very like... Diff- very different player, isn't mm. he, Fleming to Jed? I think, I think a lot of fans looked at Fleming as somebody who's going to come and take his place. And I think he will in, in, in a way, but perhaps in a different kind of style um, than, than what Jed is, of course, you know, but still be effective in, in different ways, maybe. Going back to what I said about set pieces, you know, we haven't got, like I said, we haven't got Jed anymore. We're not going to no. have these amazing free kicks. I mean, Fleming, from what I've seen, highlight reels, obviously they always, always look good, don't they? Yeah, but of course. You can take free kicks. Hello, mate. There's um, David's waiting to come in. He's been waiting a little while. Can we get David in? in a second? Sorry, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah Luke, no worries. Nice to you, Luke. And, uh, we'll, we'll no worries, mate. Soon, yeah? All uh, the best, David, yeah. Luke, brilliant. David, you, you there, David? Just while we're waiting for David, if you do want to talk, you need to come in on a mobile phone um, because, unfortunately, uh, Twitter doesn't allow you to come in on a on a laptop or computer to be able to speak. Um if if there's anyone else who wants to come in, um, I agree with what you were saying there. I mean, Kai, you can come in on this as well. But I think I think Honeyman is the, looks to be the first choice, especially at Dartford. He seemed to be the first choice to um, to take all the set pieces, um, and I don't mm. think he's got the height for being put in the box. No, definitely, I think you're right, Mickey. But also the other thing, I was looking at Zian Fleming's stats the other day, and he's like, you know, his height and stuff. Wikipedia reckons he's six foot four. Who's that, Fleming? Yeah, apparently so. Um, I, I, I did see him at the lounge um, after the Hammer, Hammerby game, and he's not six foot four. I mean, he's about six foot, I think, but he's not yeah. six foot four. You two boys are about six foot. Do you know what I mean? If you if you stand next to him and just see if he comes over you, then he's probably six mm. foot four. But you know, Wikipedia is the biggest bullshit site in the world, isn't it? I mean, yeah, well, I'm about I'm about six there, two so... six three, and he's he's definitely smaller than than me, so I wouldn't believe what Wikipedia says. I mean, Ollie, I see you standing in the wings, fella. Have you got a a view on um, who your starting eleven would be for the first game of the season, then, fella? I mean, my what I want would be completely different to what Rowett wants, but I would actually play a four at the back. Um, right. I just think Danny McNamara and Murray Wallace as as fullbacks would be the perfect fit. For Mill, um, even if we don't have an extra centre back in there, um, who I'd have as the starting two centre backs would be Charlie Cresswell and uh, Jay Cooper, leaving Hutch on the bench just to bring on fresh legs. And if there's an injury, whatever, we have an experienced centre back on the bench. Uh, I'll have two two like centre mids in the midfield with a cam. So Fleming would be the cam, um, linking stuff together, whatnot, uh, and then I'd have. Probably Leonard if he's fit, and then um, next to him Honeyman, or maybe even Shackleton instead of Leonard, um, and then what I'd have next to I'll have like front three. I'd have um, Bury on the right just to give him a bit more game time. Game trying to bring him up to speed of the Champions level because he's definitely he's definitely a prospect that we have. And if we don't play him, he's going to leave, you know. So I think. Oh, no, I don't. I, I don't think he's in the same boat as that Lovelace. I don't think he'll leave, but I think we need to start looking at bedding him in. I mean, someone said earlier, yeah. I don't know who it was earlier, but someone said earlier, you know, you could see some of our players, the youngsters, what 
need some more game time going out on loan to other clubs. But there, there's some now. I mean, to be fair, I think Bury would probably be best suited if we weren't going to bed him because he, 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 looks, he looks ready, but then sometimes he looks a bit flustered. Um, whether or not he's being played out of position, obviously there was a News at Den article what um, was saying that he's being played in different positions or not. But maybe a a, a half decent League One um, team might do him the world of good to to go play them, get game time every week, and then come back to us next season. Because I think I think he's he's got um, a future with us. I just think he's he's not necessarily the the finished article just yet. I think he just needs that. Um, you know, maybe 30 games and another another season under his belt. Maybe that's what he needs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, is there any anyone else want to come in and speak? Who's um who's sitting in the in the wings? People who haven't already spoken. Um, if you do want to speak, mute is on the bottom left hand corner of your phone. Uh, it's fairly easy to get in, and uh, and I promise we don't bite. We don't care. You can say whatever you want. Just don't libel anyone because we are live. Um. But yeah, I mean, look, if you like what we're doing, we've launched a new website for this year, which is um, that millwallpodcast.co.uk. We've got a team of writers what are doing that. And again, if you're an up-and-coming writer or you enjoy writing bits and pieces, get in touch with those guys. Um, I'm sure they'll uh, they'll take some articles from you throughout the season. Obviously, we do the pod, the YouTube, et cetera, et cetera. We've also started now for fans who can't get to the ground. Um, We are doing a... Uh, a live blog and there is a chat option on there so you you can get involved in conversations which will obviously hopefully get more involved during the games uh once the season gets involved um so yeah look, I, I... progressive is america's number one motorcycle insurer so we understand motorcycles no really we have a bike translator okay so this bike says she is struggling with her place in the motorcycle community well, she says she hasn't peaked yet, but she's having a little epiphany. Okay. Oh, that maybe life itself is the peak. Hmm, interesting. In my experience, I found that. That's why I just trans. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. It's like, not allowed to have opinions. Got it. Quote with Progressive and see if you could save with America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Here's the lowdown on lowering bad cholesterol from Lecvio. Lowering bad cholesterol is hard, but you could do hard. You live through five fad diets, 11 sleep training nights, Nine mediocre middle school recitals, one heart attack, and with Lecvio, you can lower your bad cholesterol and keep it low with two doses a year after two starter doses. Prescription Lecvio in glycerin is given by a doctor for people with known heart disease on a statin with diet who need more help lowering bad cholesterol. 
Common side effects were injection site reaction, joint pain, urinary tract infection, diarrhea, chest cold, pain in legs or arms, and shortness of breath. Results may vary. Learn more at Lectio.com or call 1-833-537-8462. Ask your doctor about Lectio. That's L-E-Q-V-I-O. Lower, longer, Lectio. Bye. I think starting 11 is for the first time in a while because it's not necessarily a starting 11 this season with the five subs. You're looking at a starting maybe, you know, 15, 16 players you've got to find and, and you can pretty much refresh halfway through with the five sub rule. So I think going into the season, personally, I think it's an exciting time for me where we've actually got players to cover players who, one for competition or two if players get injured. Um, unlike the last couple of seasons where, you know, we were fucked when Leonard went off or Hutch went off or, or Murray Wallace went out. We were fucked. Um, so, yeah, we've got a new one there. Ryan, do you want to come in, fella? Mute bottom left-hand corner. No. No, that's all right. Um, so I just want to talk about as well, Mickey. Um, we could bring a few of the guys into the chat. What do you think of the new uh, the new kit, the new Hummel kit? Obviously, the... Uh, the home kit was launched a little while ago. The away kit has just been launched recently. I think it's, it's for sale. Is it in the club shop for sale tomorrow, I think they say, or I heard someone say? I think um, it was today, wasn't it? Was it today, Kai, was it? I think it was online today, yeah. I'm not sure yeah, what's, what's, your, what's your thoughts on the kit, Kai? I, I quite like it. Um, I know it's one of them, I think it's one of them ones, I think, maybe potentially either you love it or you hate it. Um, mm. I, I quite like it. I thought the the, uh, the only thing I'd maybe change about it would be the shorts. Um, maybe not go Ooh, all you yellow, got a different colour. Yeah, maybe, yeah. But other than that, I think the shirt's nice. Um, mm. it, looks, it looks nice. I, I quite liked uh, Tyler Bury's video again, having a chat about it. I think, I think he's yeah. quite a funny character, isn't he? But he did it with the home kit. Now he's done it yeah. with the home kit. He gave Mason Bennett, you know, he told Mason Bennett to do a little spin as well, uh, which, <laughs> which probably made the video. To be was, fair, it, was it but... a, li- a little spin or, or a little spin? So, you know, I don't... <laughs> 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 nah, it was, it, was a, it was a good video, you know, promote yeah. it and stuff. I think it was a, it looks like a nice kit and hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll hear, if, you know, hopefully you can, you know, I think you could buy it from today. I think it might be in the shop Brilliant. tomorrow. I'm not sure. One of the two. Uh, but yeah, it looks like a nice kit and Hummel have, I think Hummel have done pretty well with our kits so far. Um, they seem like yeah. they've, they've got new ideas. They're bringing them to the table. It's not just your old, you sort of your same old design every year, is it? It seems like it's no. quite different. I really like the home kit. So Did fact, you get a chance to go into the um, the, the, the uh, club shop uh, before we uh, before the game against Hammerby on, on uh, Wednesday night? Because I had a look in there and there's some really nice gear in there. Even the track suits by um, Hummel look quite nice. Just the way it was made and the quality of the uh, the, 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 the stuff they had there was, was pretty decent. There's a couple of things on the new show, Joe. Joe, we, we, we listen... Mm. The elephants in the room, mate, we've got to mention it. We speak the truth. We've got to sit there and say it, mate. The two <laughs> things. I don't like what our, our co-host basically brought it up. Is the yellow husky is a different yellow to the shirt. Someone has um, highlighted it to us on Twitter today that there are different yellows going through diagonally, but that yellow behind the husky just looks slightly different. Um, and once you've seen it, you'll never unsee it now. And also, whether or not it's just me or not, but and and good luck to to Mason Scaffold in there. You go, you got a plug on here as well. <laughs> Thanks very much involved in, and sponsoring the team of you support and everything else. Great, but your logo on the back is just too big. Um, it, is, it is a bit big. It's the colour as well. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I changed my mind about ten times on Wednesday before I actually went back and bought the actual um, home shirt. 
So first first thought, so I walked into the club shop. It was on a, on a mannequin, and it looked so nice on the front. I thought, yeah, I'm having that. Obviously, the lines and crests inside the, uh, the front shirt. As soon as I walked around it, and I saw that um, Mesa scaffolding at the back with the orange and pink letters, and it was so big. I must admit, I, I thought, nah, I'm not having that. And no, Sorry, no one of light. Go on, mate. That's all right. There was uh, someone, Stuart, who was waiting. I was just going to say, I'll get you in in a sec if you want to come. Yeah, in. so it, it, it is a little bit off-putting. And, and I do I do question where the hell, because even, like, even when the, the boys were playing on Wednesday night, where their names would normally be on the shirt, there was this Mason scaffold in there. So how the hell are they uh, going to fit their names in mad. between that number? AB, um, you've just come on. Your profile picture is of a, a man holding a kid. Do you want to speak, fella? No. You've decided against it, have you? All right, no worries. <laughs> so, That's right, don't worry. Yeah, yeah so it's, it's just an interesting one. But, you know, you, you think they would have had words them before, wouldn't they? If you're going to put your... Uh, Mason Scaffold, you've got to do something about like your logo, mate. You've got to sort of change it up or make, or like to make it smaller at least or something. Well, just to kind of instead, of... instead of having it Mason Scaffolding above each other, like the words above each other, maybe mm. just the words out and put them across the shoulder because that's how it is on the on the, the banner in the stadium, you know, on the mm. placard on the stadium. And it looks nice with the two different colour tones. And that would look nice sitting across the shoulders in, in you know, like the shoulder length. I just think it was... I don't think it was. I, I don't think it's anything probably to Mason, but I think it, it looks a bit. I don't know. Maybe last last minute sort of addition rather than a, mm. a, um, and a and a bit kiddies. Is that kind of bubble sort of writing? I just don't. I just don't don't like it. To of you, but it is what it is. Some yeah. someone said something to me like, "You know, day it's behind you. It's not in front of you. You're not going to see it. Everyone else is, but you're not. So I guess you just got to live with it. If you want to buy it and wear it, then um, crack on." I've, it's lovely that we're getting Millwall fans who are who are getting sponsorship. There's um, is it the Wigat Group as well, and and others what are there? You know they they mm. they are getting involved, sponsoring the shirts, sponsoring everything else. They're all they're all good as gold, um, and, and you know it it is good as gold. I mean, Darren, you're sitting there in the corner, mate. Do you want to come in? If you do, press the button on the bottom left hand corner, Mill, Millwall Museum. Do you want to come in, fella? No. Just, just to reiterate, guys, I know, I know Mickey mentioned a couple of times. If you want to say anything on this on this show, you can't do it from a laptop. Unfortunately, you have to be on your mobile device. So, if you're on the laptop and you want to say something, just log off, get on your phone, log back onto Twitter, click on the the link, and then you can crack on and, and just click on the mic button to talk. So, um, yeah, be good to hear, to hear um, other people's opinions and uh, thoughts there. If you want to want to jump on. I mean, one question to you, uh, I mean, Luke, and then I'll come to you, Alan, afterwards, is you're obviously going to pick 16 players. So what would be your first 11 and what would be your five subs? I'll start with you first, Luke. Right. Right. So uh, top first 11. See, so Rabbit's on pair back three is going to. It's, you know, I quite like it, actually. It's, it didn't like it at first, but if it works for him. So it might go against opinion, but I think Cresswell's on the bench. Just to start with, just till he finds his legs and just so Murray Wallace, Jake Cooper, Hutchinson, centre backs, um, Malone, McNamara, wing backs. Again, so I want to say Billy Mitchell, but it's got to be George Savile and George Honeyman, the two Georges midfield, Fleming, Afobi, and Bradshaw, just as, for the Stoke game, anyway. Mm, no, I think I agree with you there. That's, that's, a, that's a strong lineup. Uh, on the bench, obviously, Cresswell. Um, 
I feel like Topper Lodge deserves to be at least on the bench just to be there for cover. Um, unless he's on loan, obviously. Um, Bennett will be there. Bury. Evans hasn't been horrible. I think he deserves a place on the bench. I don't rate him 100%, but he's there. And Billy. Mm-mm. So you, you wouldn't start Cresswell then in, in your back three? I feel like he'll be there by the end of the season. I just feel like uh, it's more that we owe the players we've got the starting spot. Mayor Wallace, player of the season. Jake Cooper doesn't miss a game for anything. I think he dislocated his shoulder at some point last season and still carried on playing. Mm. Um, I've got a funny feeling, though, as part of the, um, the agreement there to get Cresswell on loan uh, from Leeds, I think is the understanding that he's going to get first-team football. So I'd be very, very surprised if he doesn't start many games. I think... You know, I think it'd be a case of perhaps either Hutch or or, or, or Murray Wallace or, or or dare I say it, Cooper might miss out. Um, the same way, perhaps one of them did when when Ballard was there. You know, because Ballard's getting a lot of first team football at the time as well. If we're going purely on who starts Stoke game, that's what I'd pick. I do feel yeah. like Fretwell will come in and be, you know, one of our first choice centre backs, if not the first choice centre back. But just based yeah. on what I've seen, and obviously it's pre-season friendlies, so you can't judge mm. too too much. No, exactly. Are you going to um, tomorrow's game against Ipswich? Um, no, I've got my tickets to Stoke that come through. Oh, good. Good stuff. Unfortunately, I'm going to miss the first game this season. I'm, I'm away with the family on, on holiday, but um, I'm gutted because you know it's going to be a massive, massive uh, mm. attendance. I think it'll be quite quite a full, uh, full, full-packed um, stadium and... Um, yeah, hopefully the atmosphere would be really good. It'd be good for the for new boys to see uh, a packed out den and see what the um, the atmosphere is like there with the Millwall fans. It'd be quite nice, won't it? Yeah, I'll quite enjoy it. Good stuff. Cheers, Luke. Alan, no, do, you want to, um, do you want to jump back in? Yeah, mate. Yeah, I, I think uh, you asking who I think he'll go with or who I would go with. Who you who would you would go with? All right, so I'd go, obviously, Barton goal. I would start Creswell. Yeah, because I have been impressed with him. Um, and then it'll probably be Hutch and Cooper for me. Um, okay. and then it'll be Malone and Danny Mack as the wing backs. And yeah. then my two would be Shackleton and Honeyman with Fleming. Yeah. And then I will play a two, the two strikers would actually be Bennett and Afobi for me. Okay, interesting. Uh, you, you wouldn't have Bradshaw, you have Bradshaw on no, the bench with you. No, as I said before, yeah. Uh, uh, when when Bennett's fit and confident, he's mm. a problem, and he can actually yeah. come and collect the ball, and and he carries the ball. Mm. That mm. Bradders doesn't, and neither does really a phobie really. So That's right. having them too, sometimes you know what I'm saying. Like he needed that. I mean, the amount of times that that um, Bennett got us up the pitch on Wednesday night, you know what I mean, or just drawing yeah. fouls, or, know, or at so. least. Or at least had a go, didn't he? Yeah, didn't always then, come off. But you're and right. Then, and then obviously, this is what I mean as well. Didn't you think of our bench as what our bench can be this year That's as right. well? With mm-hmm. Mitchell, Bradders, um, Bury, Bury. Um, yeah. You got then Murray got Wallace, Leonard, and Murray Wallace. Mm. I mean, obviously, what, obviously, we can have five subs this year, isn't it? I don't think Ralph will be one of them kind of managers that are going to make five subs, mind you. But no, um, right. but yeah, no, I think it, we're going to have a a strong bench plus who's he, who else he's going to bring in. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, um, I completely agree. Yeah, with you. No, I'm, 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 that's probably about what what I would go with. Um, 
with Bladders yeah. and Bennett, as I say, the difference being that Bennett's a bit more of a ball carrier as well and can actually yeah. create a bit and all, you know what I mean? Like as a yeah. as a forward, you know. So um, yeah, of course. That's, that's who that's who I'm gonna I would go with. Yeah, yeah. So what's your what's your thoughts on Fleming? I, I we sort of touched on this before previously. I mean, we haven't we haven't quite seen the best of him just yet. I mean, he's still nah. adapting to English football. Of it's course, gonna but... take a little while, Joe, isn't it? You know what I mean? Mm. But what you do is you see little glimpses of what he can do where he picks up little pockets of space, he takes the yeah. ball on the half turn, he's trying little things as well. Like he's trying different types of passes. And I think mm. once he once he beds in a little bit and he kind of gets um, like with the players and he, they kind of get a better understanding, I think yeah. they'll probably put, it'll pull them off more times than not. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. I think we've got to be a little bit patient with him. You know what I mean? So yeah. just to, just to get a little bit up to speed and, uh, but you can see his little bits of yeah. quality. You know what I mean? Like his technical ability. I think yeah. that's what's going to shine through from him. You know what I mean? Yeah, good, good, good stuff as always, Alan. Good, good comments and um, oh, appreciate that. Um, guys, are there anyone else that wants to kind of jump on before we kind of wrap up? We've probably got another sort of 10, 15 minutes of this before we um, we kind of end, end the show. I've seen Char has just um, come on. Um, Char, if you want to want to talk on the bottom left-hand corner, there's a button there to turn your uh, your mic on. If you want to come on and say a few words. No? Um, Mill Museum? I see you're, uh, you're you're sort of waiting there at the moment. Do you want to come on? If you do, just just press the uh, the button. No, no problem at all. Um, Kai, yes, mate. Uh, thought, thoughts on uh, tomorrow's game? Do you think Rarick's going to pick a strong lineup? Do you think he's going to sort of rest players or test players out? How, how do you see that game going? I mean, Ipswich had a a fair decent pre-season, I think, from memory. I think they've won their um, last last couple of games, haven't they? I think, I think from, from what I've seen. I sorry to interrupt, guys, but yeah, I've pressed the button. Ha. Oh, sorry, is that the uh, Mill Museum, is it? It is indeed. How you doing, oh, boys? All right? What's your name? Is it Darren, was it? It is Darren, mate, yeah. Hi, Darren. How you doing? You're right. Sorry to, uh, to interrupt you there, Kai. Um, if that's right, we'll yeah, have sorry, Kai. No, no worries, mate. Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> I know you've been impressed, Kai. And do you? Yeah, I'm um, the fella that walks past you and feeds you in the press lounge. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, I do, I do know who you are. <laughs> that's, uh, there you go. Him, <laughs> you too, brother. You too, you too. What's, what's your, what's your yeah. thoughts, Darren, on the, on the pre-season and um, the, the, All the it is, look of the Mill team to, at the moment? To be honest, right, obviously for obvious reasons, there's like, I, I speak to Mickey a lot. I respect Mickey. I love him. He's like mm. a proper boy. So, so, someone has to, to be fair, aren't they? Well, do you know what? He ain't got many that like him. So, <laughs> <laughs> but no, honestly, he's he's helped me and the museum out a hell of a lot. So, one thing I do want to say that at the moment, my views are my views. It's it, I'm not talking for the museum. You understand? Yeah. Because I, it, it's politics. It's all politics. Okay, mm. everyone's political. It, I can't bad mouth. <laughs> you imagine our bad mouth the club yeah you know yeah of course then, exactly. at the end of the day even if I wanted to which I don't want to because they've been brilliant to us at the moment they've been amazing yeah. you know so it's not mm. for me to say I don't want to comment on the whole politics of everything mm. I love the team lineup that we've got and it's so refreshing 
to actually see that we're going out there and actually spending some fucking money, you know? You're right, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Because, mate, I'm 38 years old. I've been going to the den since I was, like, the new, the old den, since I was yeah. three, three years old, you know? Wow. yeah. So, literally, I was brought up that way. And it's mm. beautiful to see. Everyone's so hyped up at the moment. Yeah. But we just need to see it, don't we? We of just course, need exactly. to see it. I was talking to Mickey earlier, yeah, and I know he won't mind me saying this. He's he's been running them ragged, yeah. There's no point in running them ragged when you're actually coming up to the start of the season. You know, mm. you need to start making them play as a team, yeah. yeah, as a team. It's not man for man. It's not who can do the best, who can run the fastest, who can score the most goals. This is not schoolboy playing. Yeah, you spent a lot of money actually creating a decent team. Make them play as a team. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I completely get that. I mean, I suppose there is there's the rabbit, the right kind of old school mentality a little bit there, where yeah, he's going to be looking yeah. at fitness, is he? He's be looking at pushing players and making them fitter than than, than, than your position. I get all that. Uh, yeah, and in these minutes, they need to be working hard, and he has been pushing hard, not just in in, in games but in training as well. Um, hopefully we'll, we'll reap benefits of that for the start of the season, you know. But well, what, what right. made but at, the end of the, at the end at the end of the day, mate, yeah. Do you remember mm. doing the bleep test in school when you just left school? When yeah, was the shortly, shortly before I picked up? Yeah. Yeah. When was the fittest you have ever been? When you were 18, 19? Well, These yeah, boys will run yeah. ragged, won't they? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. It's not about fitness, it's about playing as a team. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying. I agree. What's your thoughts there on on the preseason? What you've seen so far uh, in in our performances? Are you quite happy what you've seen so far? I am to an extent because even I didn't go. I was supposed to go Wednesday, but um, mm. anyway, but I didn't go. I'm looking forward to Saturday, but I'm looking forward to it not being an exhibition match. You know, but as in mm. and not, not not tomorrow. You mean as in next Saturday against Stoke? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, so it's trying to play for a bit more, bit more serious. Yeah, yeah. It's it's one of those where you've actually got something to play for. What these games should be with the build up is fun. It should be fun. It don't matter what the score is, does it? No? Who let Darren? Mm. On? Come on, who let him on? He, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, Mickey! Talking about me. He's where fucking, fucking where you fucking come from? You know what I mean? I'm fucking listen, mate. Um, you know, I'm in and out, running around. I do apologise for for people um, if I have been coming in and out tonight, and I've not been a, a good host what I should be. But unfortunately, I had to take my um, my boy and my missus to a walking clinic because my boy ain't been very well, so I had to take him there. So um, in between backwards and forwards, but he's all right. There's nothing major there, mate. We're now popped in a McDonald's for him to uh, get some food. So yeah, it's all good. Oh, but, that's good. Yeah, you know, who, who opened your mic up to let you speak freely, mate? You actually, you were the first one to do it, Mick. All right. Yeah, but I, <laughs> us, I only wanted you to give us a fucking starting eleven. I didn't want us to give us uh, your last thought. Do you know what I mean? But, you you know. see what I have to deal with, boys. You see what I have well, to listen, deal with. This is this is where I put it right on now, Kai. Give us your starting eleven for Stoke. Okay, so I'll go Barton goal. Uh, back three of probably Cresswell, Hutch, Cooper. Feel really bad leaving Murray out. I think he's been an absolute machine for us re- uh, last season, season mm-hmm. before. But, you know, that's that back three, I feel like, is the one probably that's going to start the season. 
just because the Cresswell's probably going to have, you know, they probably agree some minutes that he has to play. Um, Danny McNamara, I think Cresswell's good, by the way. I think he's a really good player. Uh, Danny McNamara, right wing back. I'd say Scott Malone, left wing back. Um, and then in the middle, I'd probably go with Honeyman and Savile to start with. Um, just, just to see, you know, because I think they're probably the most settled into the squad. And obviously Mitchell's there as well. But I think, you know, Honeyman will probably take his place. Hopefully, you know, good competition for Mitchell to try and take it back. Um, but I expect to see Shackleton in the team at some point. Just I think he'll have to, you know, work hard to, to win his place. Um, so we'll have to see where that goes. And I go with Fleming in behind Bradshaw to Phoebe. So I probably expect to see quite a similar team tomorrow, to be fair. I think they'll probably go strong tomorrow. Uh, trying almost like a bit, bit of a, you know, as if it's going to be the start of the season. I think we need that. Uh, time for the players to gel. So I expect that'll probably be the roughly the team tomorrow as well. But yes, yeah, it's, it's exciting, isn't it? I'm looking forward to the new season. No, exactly. Joe, what's your starting eleven for Stoke or for tomorrow? Um, Stoke's yeah, better. not not too dissimilar to uh, to Kai's really. I, I agree with Kai as much Cop as out. the um, Murray Wallace um, not in starting eleven. I think when you look at the players that, that that's given to us that are available, I think he's the one that probably loses out. Uh, and goes on the bench, um, sadly. I think the question is really, I think the rest of the team kind of speaks for itself. I think the question is, who are our two centre mids and who are our two forwards? Um, I think it was Alan from memory who suggested uh, Bennett and a phobia up front as opposed to Bradshaw and a phobia. And I think I agree with, with Alan. Sorry, Luke, but um, that would probably be my, my preference. I think Bradshaw's great. Um, maybe he needs to come on sort of 60, 70 minutes if we, if we need a goal and, and he's got the energy to kind of, you know, press defenders and maybe sort of nick something. But I think you need you need a Bennett and a Phoebe up front. Uh, the midfield two pairing is a tough one for me. I think you've definitely got to put Honeyman in there, 100% guarantee. But what I saw from Honeyman when he plays that centre mid position, he likes to roam forward a little bit. He does track back, but he hasn't got that, that kind of discipline to kind of sit back and, and, and sit deep. So you do need someone to kind of cover behind him. I don't think that's that's quite Shackleton, as much as I love to see Shackleton in there. I think Shackleton is someone who, a bit like Honeyman, wants to kind of get forward, wants to drive forward the ball. So maybe a Billy Mitchell um, might might work, because um, obviously he'll give you that kind of defensive cover, a bit more disciplined. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Sorry, Joe Carroll. Sorry, Kyle, just very quickly. I think what would be very interesting, um, those who are watching the game tomorrow or listen to it on on, on uh whatever um, sort of screen you've got there. Um, I think the starting 11 tomorrow would be a massive, massive uh, telling to how he's going to start against Stoke. I think Rout will start his strongest 11 tomorrow, uh, see how they kind of yeah bed together and then make changes, of course, at half-time. Sorry, Kai, go on. No, I was going to say, mate, that I think, I just, I just wonder whether, you know, I got your point about Honeyman, I think it's, yeah, totally valid. I just think, I just wonder whether the back five almost cancels that out because, um, you know, if Honeyman's going to go forward, I know you want, you want that extra man in the midfield, but mm-hmm. with that with that defender, you know, Cresswell, Hutch or Cooper, whichever one, they're quite good at stepping out and just sort of cutting but, things off. I, and I just I wonder whether know. Honeyman will be allowed that almost roaming role between well, box and box. Well, what I saw against Hamby, uh, Kai, obviously you, you were there as well, um, is when you had Fleming going forward, you almost had Honeyman getting alongside Fleming sometimes, that number 10 yeah. role. And what you had was George Evans sitting deep and give them that kind of license to get forward. But what then happens when the transition happened and, of course, Hamby had the team and started, had the ball and started attacking us, you almost felt that um, George Evans was slightly outnumbered. Um, so I think you need, if you're going to play that number 10 with the two forwards, I think you need two fairly disciplined midfielders. Um, and as much as I love to see Honeyman get forward, I think he needs to kind of track back 
as soon as we lose that, that ball, which he can do, he's got the energy to do it, hasn't he? Yeah, no, definitely. I think that's maybe, maybe where his energy will come in handy, won't it? Because I think Callum, he's a very energetic player. Don't Callum, do you want to come in, fella? Uh, yeah, I, I would, I would, um, I would say maybe play Bennett um, in the ten before. Okay, that's like, interesting. Yeah. I think you could do that. To be fair, to let uh, Fleming settle in, and I also think Fleming would be better up front as well. Yeah, I, I know his preferred I agree, position is. I agree with what you're saying. I think Fleming is going to take maybe three, four, five games to the championship to pick it up. Yeah, and yeah. Um, and I think that. Uh, realistically, Honeywell and Chris and um, Cresswell will definitely be starting every game. But I think Fleming's mm. definitely going to need a couple of games because it's a faster tempo than what he's used to. So he's he's got yeah. to get his head right, get his um, his style and everything else right, and then uh, go from there. So yeah, um, we've got about ten minutes left. So if you do want to come in and get chain, then uh, now is the ideal time to get involved. So uh, yeah, but yeah, God, sorry, Kai, to cut you off. No, 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 it's not. No, just, 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 you know, I think Joe made a good point now. I think it's just whether, I guess, with the, with Honeyman, I, I think with Honeyman, potentially you might, we, we have been lacking goals from the midfield. And we, even though obviously we mm. want to keep our defence rock solid, if we can, um, if we can sort of keep that um, defensive, you know, resoluteness, I guess if we can bring players in like Honeyman and, and they can sort of attack and we might see the, uh, like, might see more goals from midfield. You know, we saw Savile. Couple of seasons ago, before he went to Middlesbrough, um, he used to get forward quite a lot, and we, you know, we we tend to we tend to be fine um, back in that season. So I just wonder whether Honeyman might have that similar role and try and almost link up with Fleming just in behind, um, and just try and get get a, you know get forward and try and score goals and add that goals from midfield because ultimately we do need more goals from the midfield this year. Yeah, no, I, 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 again, I agree with what you're saying there. I think yeah, Honeyman will do do that for us. I think. Uh, what I noticed as well in, in what I've seen in pre-season, when he plays that centre-mid position, Kai, he does like to put those runs into the box. The trouble is, we then need the players behind him to pick the pass to find him. Um, that's, a, yeah. that's what we're kind of struggling with at the moment. And I don't know, again, I hate talking badly about, about players, but I don't see Mitchell as having the the creativity to pick that pass and pick him out or, or, or try and make things happen. If anything, I think George Evans is probably that player that can kind of sit in that DM role and start sort of hitting some balls and, and, and uh, uh, you know, and, and make, make something kind of tick from, from a sort of deeper area. I mean, dare I say it, will, will he have a good season this season? Would he fit in better to the system that Rabbit's trying to play now, Kai? Yeah, well, I think, I think it's probably quite an unpopular opinion, but I thought Evans was really good in that first half against, um, mm, agree. against Hamby. You know, he, he, he looked confident, he got the ball and he, he tried to, he tried to play it around, um, had a nice couple of passes out to Malone and Danny and sort mm. of, you know, tried to thread balls through and try and break lines, try and get Fleming involved and, and players like that. So I thought he did I thought he did quite well. I was really impressed with with Evans the other day. Um and I just wonder, yeah, as you say, maybe, you know, he scored two goals against Bromley. Um I'm not quite sure how much he meant the second <laughs> goal. Um but yeah, I think it was a it was it's another good it was a good performance from Evans on, on Wednesday night. Yeah, that's a good point. Um Joseph, I can see that you're um you're on the, the chat there. Do you wanna say a few words and come in? Joe? Is that you, Joe Bernard? If you want to come in, Joe, just uh, click on the mic button on the bottom left-hand corner. No? Um, Callum, sorry, we'll go back to you again, Callum. You're still there. Do you want to come in and uh, say a few words? I appreciate that. You didn't talk very long when you came on earlier. No? 
Okay, that's fine. No worries. Um, guys, again, we, we've probably got about five or six minutes now. Um, if you want to come in and say a few words before we uh, wrap up, we'd love to hear from you guys and um, get your thoughts on our preseason and um, you know how we're going to look for our, our game against Stoke next next week. Um, again, Joe, you're my, my, my... not you, Joe. The other Joe, that, um, Joe, you yeah. you just need to um, unmute your mic, mate, and you can come straight in. Bottom left hand corner, Joe. You keep unmuting it, and then we keep doing it. So yeah. We've got about four minutes left or so, but if you do like this, we're looking at possibly doing this um, once a week um, during the season because this just helps make um, our show, you know, the most interactive show out there because obviously our show's only as good as it is without, you know, with your fans and, and input and everything else. So when we do the podcast, it's great, but you're shouting at, at nobody really. Um, you're shouting at other dog walkers or, or people in the car with um, wanting your opinion out. But when we do these, uh, we get to hear your opinions and we get to get into a debate, um, whether or not we agree with you, disagree with you, or you agree or disagree with us, but it's just good to get your interaction into well, the show. It just, gives, it just gives them the platform, Mickey, to um, to be heard, doesn't it, I guess? Gets them a voice, you know, whether it goes anywhere, you know, if anything at all, but at least it gives you an opportunity, guys, to express yourselves and um, share your thoughts and your ideas with everyone else on here as well. So it's quite a... A good thing to have going, really. Um, yeah, well, I think well, let's let's call it um, let's call an end to it now. We've got a couple, yeah. of minutes, but we we'll call it in now, and uh, we'll advertise another one for next week, and we'll come back here. This show will be out as a podcast um, over the next day or so, probably Sunday morning, to be fair. So, um, if you want to listen back to it, or you could listen to the whole show, then you'll be able to do that come Sunday morning. So, look. Um, Thank you very much for getting involved. Uh, thank you for everyone for your contributions tonight. And a massive Cheers, for Joe and Kai. Uh, I did throw you in the deep uh, and telling you that you're going to be co-hosting without me probably being there. So thanks very much for taking that head and, uh, and doing a splendid job as well, fellas. No, yeah, always, cheers, no worries. Enjoyed it. Thanks again. And again, guys, thanks to the audience there tonight. Guys, appreciate your input. Even just you guys sort of listening to what we had to say uh, makes it all worthwhile so thank you guys and um, hope you enjoy, enjoy the game tomorrow if you go to the uh, Ipswich game if you don't then hopefully hope we'll roll on for next week for Stokes game should be uh, love to get three points our first game of the season that's it don't forget to check out the website uh, there is a live blog on there tomorrow's game and uh, and keep listening to the pod or YouTube channel so look thanks very much that's it from us we're a show called That Millwall Podcast and at the moment we are the number one interactive show for Millwall fans thanks very much if you're a football fan, this is the place to be today. Millwall. Come on, you're in with us.
Progressive, we know there's nothing like the feeling of riding your motorcycle with your buddies on the open road. It's a potent cocktail of thrills, laughter, and pure adrenaline. A feeling that would be impossible to recreate on the radio. Until now. Hit it, sound effects guy. I'm real proud of you, son. Wow, that was terrible. Our apologies for even trying. Quote with Progressive and see if you could save with America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.